0: My name is Terry Shellington, I'm your moderator, and uh, welcome to the December 8th edition of uh, the Council of Public Affairs. Um, With a few exceptions, I think this is the gathering of people who own warm sweaters and uh, decided to wear them today. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. Um, Just a few uh, housekeeping items. Um, uh, Perhaps you'd put $12 in the basket for your meal, and uh, then have somebody at your table count it. Uh, we say thanks to our sponsors, which include the University of Lethbridge and Shaw TV. And, um, and I think that's, uh, that's uh, the acknowledgments I need to make. Um, so I want to welcome our, uh, our speaker, Andrew Malcolm, who is a city planner and a graduate of mm-hmm. the University of Lethbridge. Andrew's married uh, with a child on the way, but uh, uh, he's here today uh... and your flyer if you get the flyer you'll note that the name perry stein is on the flyer but perry wasn't able to be here today so we're going to enjoy andrew malcolm and i'll invite you to come forward
1: perfect thanks for that uh... warm introduction and thank you everybody for uh... braving the cold today to come and hear my presentation on uh, the hundred k conversations <laughs> So the big thing is, did you know that Lethbridge is nearing 100,000 residents? Um, It's a pretty significant milestone and I think a lot of people in our community before we started kind of bringing this up um, didn't realize how how much how fast we had grown and where we currently were. So I think our current population is about just under 97,000 and our forecast would bring us to reaching this milestone in midway point of 2018. So uh, it's just around the corner and of course in planning we want to obviously look into the future as well so you'll notice with the 100k plus branding the 100k itself is only one component the plus sign is really the component that we really want to focus on understanding um, that in planning we look long range and so we're really starting to have the conversations about about what the next 10, 20, 30 uh, years and the next 10, 20, 30,000 people means for our city so again, this milestone really offers a unique moment to reflect on how we grow as a city, um, how we protect the environment, and, and how we celebrate our past and plan for our future. Um, again, that next 10, 20, 30 years. Um, more on this is that you know our city has been around for over 100 years and we've grown to be our size and our urban development pattern has, is what it is. And so we're not saying that any decisions of the past were necessarily perfect, But we want to understand what, how we've got to where we are today, how can we learn from how we grew to get to where we are today, and then how can we be better going into the future. The 100K Plus Conversations is a tool to have these thoughtful discussions that will help us understand what are growing needs uh, of our diverse community. Um, Understanding that as a community gets bigger, uh, it brings a whole new suite of challenges. So the 100k plus conversations was a, a sort of a brand that the city created um, around this comprehensive engagement strategy that will actually span four years in total. So this started about six, year, or six months ago and it will continue until kind of midpoint of 2018, early 2019. Um, and this four year span is all about pulling together conversations from a variety of long range planning projects that are ongoing. Um, this, and I'll talk about how this is a different, uh, uh, you know, kind of a spin on how we've typically done engagement at the city. And I think it's our feeling that this is gonna be a lot more beneficial to the community as a whole. So the conversations are targeted to have meaningful dialogue around growth and a maturing city. It allows us to stretch the minds of our residents from focusing about me to focusing about us. So typically, in a standard, our previous formats is we would have you know open houses on a specific project so if there was a road infrastructure project on your street you'd get the invite we would have an open house with boards and a you know a facility like a gym or a you know City Hall and you would have maybe 15 or 20 residents show up all very concerned about what was happening on their street or on the flip side you would have a few people that were very pro what was gonna happen on their street because maybe it was gonna wind it up so they didn't have to wait in traffic any longer So we were really targeting both sides of the spectrum and we were only hitting a few people. We were missing that middle kind of territory of just our regular residents who are gonna be impacted by these decisions. So this provides an accessible and inclusive way to reach out to diverse audiences. It's focused on connecting more projects and initiatives together and allowing us to align and show how these projects actually uh, influence one another. Um, And again, we're targeting that missing middle. So we're trying not to get all the people that are very against something and all those that are very supportive of something. We're actually trying to have the conversation with the whole community and understanding what the the needs are and where, uh, you know, pros and cons are with different projects. So what would we do with 100,000 conversations? And yes, we are actually planning on having 100,000 conversations over these four years. Um, we've been having—we're uh, probably about about six or seven thousand after six months, so that's not too bad, and we're going to hope that uh, continues. Of course, there's no way to actually, con- uh, you know, count um, the actual amount of conversations we're having because a lot are informal. But we believe that this branding will create, in a set, in essence, a hundred thousand conversations within our community. So, with these hundred thousand conversations that we collect and have with our community. What our goal is, is to update our Municipal Development Plan. So in Lethbridge we call this the Integrated Community Sustainability Plan, Municipal (laughs) Development Plan, or an acronym, ICSP MDP. Planners love acronyms, um, and I'm only surprised that we didn't think of something that actually spelled something that you could remember. (laughs) So I don't know, how many in the room have heard of our ICSP MDP? There's about 15. How many were involved in the engagement for this ICSP MDP? So that in itself kind of goes to show that, you know, this is our municipal development. This this is our master plan for our community. And we have a room full of individuals who focus on issues in our community, and yet only four of this group were involved in the development of this plan. So that goes to show that our standard process for kind of engagement for these plans is really missing a lot of our community's feedback. So again, the 100K conversations will culminate in 2019 with the update of this plan. This plan is our master plan, which is our long-range planning document. It provides the high-level vision and direction for future growth um, in our community, and that's all based on community values. Again, in our standard approach, we have a limited amount of our community that have provided feedback, but that is what we've captured as our community values. We're hoping that through 100K, 100,000 conversations, we will actually capture the community's uh, kind of vision for our community in a better, more holistic way. So just going to step out from that process and just talk a little bit about how long-range planning actually works in the city. So this is our hierarchy of plans. This is what a planner (laughs) kind of goes through on a day-to-day basis and kind of guides the work we do. It is a lot of acronyms. It is a lot of writing plans that we have to make sure all fall in. So at the very top we have the land use framework, which is a provincial vision for the entire province. It essentially splits the province into seven regions when it discusses about the kind of the outcomes for our province. It establishes the Alberta Land Stewardship Act, uh, which is the kind of the governing body for the province in um, planning. Um, And then again it mentions about these regional plans. So it identified seven regional plans and they've started going, developing these regional plans and actually the South Saskatchewan Regional Plan was passed in 2014 and that is the regional plan for our area. It is based on the Old Man Watershed region, the South Saskatchewan watershed, and it stretches essentially from just north of Airdrie all the way down to the uh, US-Montana border and then from east to west from BC to Saskatchewan, so it's a very large area and this is a new uh, planning document that is in place that informs how we plan within the city. Um, then we have the Municipal Government Act which kind of sets out the, it's the provincial tool that sets out the way that cities can um, handle planning matters. Um, and then we get into the so the blue are really what we do as a city. We have our inter-municipal development plan which is all the long-range planning between the City of Lethbridge and the County of Lethbridge. We actually just updated this document and it was passed by both councils um, earlier this year. So if you're interested in what may be happening in the fringe areas of the city, that's an interesting document to read. Then we have our municipal development plan, which I just mentioned. So this is our vision for our city. Uh, And then everything underneath that vision has to be in alignment. So any of the goals or policies and vision that we establish in our municipal development plan will guide everything else we do, whether that's area structure plans, which are new neighborhood growth, area redevelopment plans, which are um, plans for existing neighbourhoods and how they will redevelop. All the way down to the outcomes, which is where a lot of people focus their attention. These are the facilities, the new ATB centre. This is infrastructure, new whoop-up drive improvements. This is programming, whether it's affordable housing. All of these things are what people focus on. These are the outcomes. But they are in alignment with all of these other plans that we have to do. A lot of this planning happens 10 or 20 years in advance. So it's really hard to have the conversation with the public when they're focused on that bottom rung of the hierarchy about the things that we need to put in place in advance to make sure that they happen. And that's why we we focused on the 100K branding and the 100K initiative to really bring these conversations to people in a way that they could understand. So I mentioned how this is kind of a new process for us, the old process being that we would, you know, the year before updating the Municipal Development Plan, we would send out invites to the community asking you to show up to City Hall and provide your feedback. And we would get it at maybe 100 to 200 people come out, uh, 100 and 200 people out of 100,000 showing up to give the community vision and set that vision. Whereas the new process... We are reaching out to people at events like this, we're asking people to go and have conversations with people in their, uh, you know, in their homes and provide the feedback to us uh, as well as we're at a number of other events and so we're reaching out and over four years we're hoping to have the representation from the entire community that goes into this plan. We believe this new process will help us better reflect our community and again we're having the conversations at the outcome level and having the information flow up to that municipal development plan update. So where will you see these 100K conversations? So again, within long-range planning. So we're working on currently on a South Saskatchewan Regional Plan Compliance Initiative. So I mentioned that that new regional plan is in place, and now the city is undertaking a project to see what it actually means for us as a city. We have area structure plans that are going uh, underway. We have the southeast corner of the city is um, at a planning stage, and the far north areas, um, north of Legacy Ridge, are under an area structure plan right now. So this is all about new growth. We have area redevelopment plans that are underway. We have the London Road neighborhood plan, which should be approved in the the new year. Uh, Westminster in the north side is just starting their process. Um, We have master plans. So this is a a lot of the um, open houses you would have seen over the past year. We have the River Valley master plan, which is just nearing completion. We have cycling master plan, transit master plan, called gardens master plan. So at all of these events and all of these projects, we're having conversations that we can pull out information to go to this Municipal Development Plan update. We also have a lot of new facilities in our community. We have Henderson Pool um, upgrade, we have the ATB center on the west side, and we just got uh, provincial funding for a new transit hub in our downtown. So these are all projects that are really all about growth in Lethbridge. And so at these projects, at these open uh, facility openings, we wanna have the conversations about growth. And then of course, infrastructure improvements. So we have whoop-up drive, scenic uh, drive north, interchange projects, all upgrading our transportation network uh, and the underground infrastructure, which is important for growth again. And the pictures, you may have seen the Let's Talk Transit bus driving around. So it's using the 100k branding um, around how we talk about the transit system in the future. And then likewise, we have the community chalkboard which has been uh, making its way around the community. This picture was taken in the Galt Gardens Park as part of the Galt Gardens Master Plan uh, process. So, uh, some other events. We had the 100K Day in October. How many here attended the 100K Day at City Hall? So we had three or four, okay. So this was an event that we really, we brought together all of the projects the city was working on at one event. Again, instead of having, you know, the Monday Night Cycling Master Plan, the Tuesday Night Transit Master Plan, the Wednesday Night River Valley Master Plan, we brought all of these events together into one open house to save time for people, for our residents, because we know everyone is busy, but also so that if someone was just interested in cycling, now they are in a room and they can learn about all the other projects and they can make the links to how these projects relate to one another. So we will actually be having another 100k day in March to kind of provide another community update on all the projects that are ongoing. So I highly encourage you to look out for that event and to come out and provide your feedback for all the projects that are ongoing. We're also at a number of community events. We were at the Tour of Alberta. We were at the Whoop Up Parade. We're going to be at the Home and Garden Show in March as well. And there's a new event coming to town in May called Sustainable, which is essentially a mini Whoop Up Days, but it's all sustainability based which will be really interesting to see. So we're going out to these community events, going out to the people and having these conversations rather than again inviting them to have them in City Hall chambers. We've had a number of surveys out collecting very valuable information from our public and we're having these things called kitchen table conversations and that's what I want to focus a little bit of time on right now. So these kitchen table conversations are fun and easy ways to host your own mini community participation workshop. Again, instead of coming to have City Hall and being at a round table with people and having a conversation, we're inviting you to have these conversations around your kitchen table with your friends, with your family, with your colleagues, and then supplying those comments to us. Uh, again, you, your friends, your colleagues, family, talk about what your views are on the City. We've been having these kitchen table conversations for about the past two months. There's about 38 of them completed, 38, 40 of them completed, and they're all loaded on the City's website. So I'd encourage you to go read through, see what some of these organizations, these individuals, these families, these friends are talking about when it comes to city growth. And I'd encourage you to either take this back to your, um, your workplaces, back to your homes, with your neighbors, it's about an hour conversation, write your comments down, there's guiding questions, there's a whole toolkit um, been created to help you have these conversations. Um, You can see the middle picture there is in a classroom. So we've been taking these out to grade four and five classroom uh, around the community and uh, understanding that we want to get everybody's input from whether you're in grade four or whether you're in a senior's home. We want everybody's feedback. Um, And some of the ideas that these grade fours have is amazing. Um, I was a little bit skeptical that going to a grade four class to ask about the the future of the city would have been a little bit, uh, you know, scary. Um, with the exception of a couple chocolate water fountains. Uh, They had some really good ideas. Uh, They were talking about balancing taxes with needs. Uh, It was amazing to talk to and hear some of their ideas. Um, So uh, we've been reaching out to all types of people. Um, Some other organizations that have been involved in uh, kitchen table conversations so far are Alberta Health Services, the Urban Development Institute, uh, Lethbridge College, um, who else? A couple neighborhood association groups. It's it's across the board. Uh, we have just someone who's got together with the neighbors on their block and sub- submitted what they think for their uh, maybe their street or the community. So what our ask is of SACPA and essentially everyone in this room is that you are all deeply connected with our community and have specific interests in local issues. So help us reach this hundred thousand conversations by twenty eighteen. We want you to go away. Build awareness in our community. Let somebody know, tell one person about the 100K conversation and what it is. Then get involved. So our website is www.lethbridge.ca slash 100K And on there, you can read all the feedback that's been gathered so far, and then it also gives you the tools to have these conversations on your own. Uh, we want you to get involved, we want you to provide feedback, and we want you to help build towards this next municipal development plan in 2019. So that's the 100k plus Lethbridge Let's Talk About Our Future. Um, again, the website's on there, and this is all about building towards a new way of doing things in our community. Um, I just wanted to spend maybe, I don't know how much time we have left, 10 minutes? So the last 10 minutes, I want to make sh- just kind of open it up, and I know this isn't the question period, but I'll maybe ask a couple questions and we can do this by raise of hands so that it can help um, kind of build towards the conversations. So the first one I want to ask is how many people have been here for over five years? Almost everybody. How many people have been here for over ten years? I've seen a pattern. Twenty years. Thirty years. You uh, maybe I should have done <laughs> the other way. I, I was not expecting. Fifty years. Okay, there we go. That's the, there's the point. So almost everyone in this room has been in Lethbridge for almost 30 years. So this is a very experienced group that has actually seen Lethbridge grow from probably approximately 60,000 at least up to this 100,000 point. So there's a lot of people in this room that would have perceptions about how we've grown today and then you can also provide you know, what what does the next future look like? What does that look like for your kids, for your grandkids? Um, That's the way that we want to use this tool to stretch people's minds. Instead of no I don't like that on my street start to ask the question well what does that decision mean for my kids and my grandkids um, and and you know a lot of things that are coming up mean change and change is difficult for a lot of people but we need to take it into uh, I see a couple of heads shaking <laughs> no one likes changing eh? um, we need to really have this conversation and, and picture ourselves in the boots of our grandkids of our kids Uh, and make sure that the decisions that we're making today, the planning that is going in place to affect that uh, city 30 years down the road is appropriate for our city. Um, And appropriate for our city is a really big, or a key point for um, what we're doing. Um, We're not Calgary, we're not Toronto, and we're not Tabor. Lethbridge is Lethbridge, and we need to understand what our community values are and what our community stands for. And so this is really a built-in Lethbridge approach which is why the city is taking on this role and we haven't consulted this out to you know a firm from Calgary we want to understand uh, the Lethbridge image we want to understand the Lethbridge values and we believe by going out to all these events and gaining people's uh, kind of trust in us but also allowing them to take control of the process we will actually in the end of the day have a vision and a value system that is a lot more um, Lethbridge based and Lethbridge focused. So the next question I want to ask is, how many people here think Lethbridge will still be the same place in 10 years? What do you mean by being the same place? That's a good question. So what I would say is that it is still rooted in our, I guess, small town values, which from what we've heard so far is all about friendliness, neighborliness, the ability to get around quickly, and the ability to raise a family in a safe environment. So I'll, we'll leave it with that. Do you think Lethbridge will still be the same place in 10 years? See. So there's about half. So from the half that didn't answer that, maybe just one per table, what are some of the reasons that you think that that might not be a way? Technology. So, technology is one of those things that we want to have a discussion about because technology can go one of either way. So, we would love to have that conversation in 100K and a kitchen table conversation about what the pros and cons of technological changes are. Traffic management. Traffic management, absolutely. That's one of the biggest things to discuss when we have a growing population, we're going to have a growing traffic problem or traffic issues. So, that would be another great topic to discuss at 100K or a kitchen table conversation food supply is another great one so we're in an agricultural center here down in uh, southern Alberta so both <coughs> within the region but also here in Lethbridge so what does that mean community gardens is it uh, food desert is it the ability to you know, walk to a grocery store that's another great conversation to have water supply, water supply yep. so water supply for those who didn't hear um, southern Alberta obviously we are prone to either extreme uh, events of lots of rain and lots of water or drought as well, so we have uh, deficiencies of water, um, and the, but also to deal with water quality. So obviously the Old Man River runs right through our city and we uh, rely heavily on that. So conversations about water quantity and water uh, quality are very important for this conversation as well. Multicultural. Multicultural, that is a very important one for Lethbridge and actually that is probably one of the biggest changes that we've seen. Um, between the previous MDP and where we are today, is that Lethbridge has become an increasingly diverse community and we need to understand what that means going forward. Another great conversation to have.
0: Uh, quality and of the education k 12.
1: So the pre-K to 12 education. Um, and is that specific to Lethbridge, do you think? Or is that uh, more of a provincial discussion? Because either way, regional, region, okay. So again, um, tying it to that, we are connected to higher level plans and higher level documents, having that discussion about what certain things like maybe education mean for Lethbridge in the regional context are important to have. Maybe one or two more, yep. That's, yeah, good, so so as this community grows, we will grow out, but at what rate? That is a very good discussion to have. Um, whether, you know, what percentage of growth has to happen in Greenfield or new you know taking over a farm field and how much is actually infill or redevelopment and our last one we'll do. Yeah, oh That's my That's my warning Absolutely, so first nation relationships and actually I will actually this is a perfect one to end on in that that is probably the number one Biggest change in our next municipal development plan. So um, with the uh, United Nation declaration and some of the reconciliation work that's going on, the City of Lethbridge has really stepped up the work that we're doing with our First Nations. Um, So within that South Saskatchewan Regional Plan discussion, we're currently having a lot of uh, conversations with our First Nations on how us as a city can be more um, kind of accepting and inclusive to our Indigenous neighbours and our Indigenous past. Um, So that is a a great point to bring up and uh, a great way to kind of end uh, that little discussion so as you can see there are many topics that are of interest to people in our community um, of the past and in the future so I encourage you all to be involved in this conversation um, it's, it's really important as a city uh, to have these conversations again we focus a lot in the outcomes but we really need to take the steps up the ladder and focus about the planning that will lead to the 10, 20, 30 years down the, down the road So I, again, encourage you to be involved. If you have any questions, come see me afterwards or uh, provide your questions in the open mic. I'd be happy to answer any that you have. So thank you very much.